Monica and Danae. We are wellness and lifestyle bloggers who never want you to have to say, oh well, when it comes to your health. Giving simple wellness tips for the everyday girl. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Oh Well podcast. I'm Monica, and I'm here with my ever-centered co-host, Danae. Hello. Hello. Guys, today's topic is on the real real. Mm. Okay. There are so many of you who want to achieve and accomplish your dreams, but something always seems to get in the way, and it's mostly you. We carry around these beliefs that limit us, beliefs that are not true, and we just need to let them go. We'd find out we could accomplish anything if we did. So today, Danae and I are going to go through four limiting beliefs you need to let go of. Yeah. And I feel like this first topic I could talk about forever. Don't worry, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) But this is something that I feel a lot of us deal with, and that is the limiting belief of, I'm not good enough. Uh, We could call this many things, from imposter syndrome to comparison, but it all goes back to some belief that who we are and our skill or what we have just isn't enough for what we want to do, for who we want to be, for who we want to be around, for that job we want, etc. We have this idea that everyone else has it together or is better, and we allow this belief to stop us from really living into our yeah. full potential, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. I, I do. So I understand this one. So let's dive in to imposter syndrome a little bit and you've probably heard it all over the place but you might be thinking well what is that or you totally know because you felt it (laughs) yeah (laughs) imposter syndrome is when we start doubting our accomplishments or what we know how to do and feel you might be found out as a fraud like how can you charge that when you didn't even go to school for photography or Why would anyone listen to your podcast? You learned how to do this yourself. You're not a professional. Right. (laughs) Not that I'm speaking from experience or anything. It's It's just basically believing that others will find out you don't belong doing what you're doing. And you're just a fraud. Mm -hmm. You got to where you are with just luck. Because luck is always the answer, right? Luck is always the answer. God, I hear that all the time. Like, oh, they just got lucky. And I'm like, ain't nobody get lucky. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not, I mean, from being kind of an entrepreneur for a while now, it's really a lot of work. It is. It is. Sometimes you get that picture that goes viral. Well, that's kind of lucky, right? But most of the time, it's not when you only have two followers. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like you've put in some work, right? Right. So it's not usually luck, but... So this idea can create a lot of anxiety, perfectionism, habits, and make you play the comparison game if you really focus too hard on it, right? Comparison, thief of all joy. Joy. It really really is. Um, But understand, you're not alone if you feel like this. About 40% of high-achieving individuals feel this way. And yes, a vast majority of those high-achieving individuals are women. It's so funny that you say that, though, because, I mean, even they've already achieved what they needed to achieve, and yet they still feel like they are imposters. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, There's a lot of faking it till you make it in this this kind of world, you know. Um, A lot of – and look, I I was thinking about this, Monica. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know – as I hear stories of others, 
oh, I just bought a $300 camera on Craigslist and yeah. made it happen, you know, or, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but I just kept trying and kept failing and just kept working on it. Like, you know, it's, there's not always huge degrees that go with being an entrepreneur. It's not like all of them went to Harvard and you just feel like, oh, I totally know everything I'm talking about. There's a lot of, I kind of pulled myself up from my own bootstraps and had to figure this out. Yeah. And so that because we know this, we think, oh, other people are going to find out that, you know, uh, you know, I don't have, I don't know if I have the credentials or, you know, whatever. And so we let this kind of take over our thoughts and it's just, it sucks. But yeah, the vast majority of that is women. So what can you do about it if you're experiencing it? So a few things that you might try to focus on are things like start asking yourself some hard questions. We need to start asking ourselves questions. We can change the dialogue in our heads, you guys. Do I believe that I'm worthy of love? What core beliefs do I hold about myself? Must I be perfect for others to approve of me? I struggle with this. I really do. I've struggled with perfectionism my whole life. It's gotten a lot better, I would say, over the past... You know what? I always say since I met Iskander that that has changed a lot in me but I'd say the past 11 years has gotten better but I still have anxiety of I need to be this person I need to do these things and if I especially I'm really bad I'm hard on myself if I take on something if I say yes to something um a project or something at church or something in a with for a family whatever it is I want to do it to the best of my ability. And mind you, that's not a bad thing. You know, you want to give it your all, but I'm hard on myself. If I feel like I'm failing, now other people may not even say I'm failing, but for some reason I'm like, oh, I, I ran late to this meeting. They're all going to know that I don't belong right. here, I, that, that I can't do this. They're all going to know I can't. Um, I struggle with that still. And, uh, you know, again, it's getting better. It's not as bad as it used to be, but, I mean, it's a real thing, and I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Oh, yeah, I think that overachievers especially yeah i'm an overachiever yeah with perfectionism (laughs) and it's you know i always say that if comparison is the thief of joy then perfectionism is the thief of growth oh man because if you are always trying to be perfect chances are nothing's going to get done yeah you procrastinate you're gonna gonna, no i mean you're gonna keep you don't want to you know they always say like oh just start just start just start and it's true right just start and figure it out along the way versus yeah. if you have this, you know, overachiever, everything's got to be perfect syndrome. You sit there and work on things. And it's not that you're yeah. not working, but you never release it because it's never perfect. It's and true. So in the meantime, you miss out on engaging with people or getting the word out about your product or your business or whatever. And so, yeah. I struggle with that. I know you do yeah. too. We've talked yes. about this where we'll just be like, oh, but that graphic is ugly or that we don't like this or we need this perfect logo or perfect, yes. you know, and it's just like. That stuff will come in time. But the other thing I was trying to, that I also want to add to what you said is as perfectionist or this high achiever, you can procrastinate because you know you want it all to be perfect. So it's you're just like, oh, I'll get to it later. I'll do it later because it's just like it's too much. Because instead of being like, oh, just one step at a time, I'll start here. It's like, no, my whole website needs to be beautiful. So because I know that, that's actually a daunting task. It becomes overwhelming. And then when you become overwhelmed, you just don't do it. You just don't do it, right? So it is definitely, uh, yeah, I I struggle with that. But so yeah, I, I mean, 
ask yourself these questions, you guys. Really get to the root of it. Start sharing your feelings with others so you feel less alone. There's a lot of people who feel this way. Talk about it. Focus on others who might also be struggling with this and try to help them come out of their shell. Shell, sorry. Try to help them come out of their shell. Try to ask them some of the hard questions like, hey, why do you feel like you have to do that? You know, and and maybe that will help. Maybe by focusing on somebody else and helping them. I know. They say that too, like giving to others, right? Is like so much better than receiving, right? Yeah. You just get so much out of it. You know, you're giving, they get something out of it. It's it's kind of win-win. So maybe try to do that. And of course, just stop comparing yourself. Oh. Yeah. And don't, guys, yeah. <laughs> there's no judgment in this. I tell myself this on a, it may not be an everyday basis, but I, even that just that little flare up when you're scrolling through Instagram. And you see the woman who's got the perfect body, the perfect children. The children are always dressed in super cute clothes and they never have, you know, jelly on their face. Her house is like that mid-century modern, like bohemian. She's got, she keeps her fiddly fig trees alive. <laughs> Everything she's clean. got a thriving business and doing whatever she's doing. And you look at that and you go... Oh, see, I can never do that. I just don't. You, you, you compare. Without saying it out loud, you have this immediate inner dialogue. Yes. You know, we make these connections in our life. We make these connections in our brain so quickly that you go from seeing somebody and going, oh, so cute, to I'm not good enough <laughs> within yeah. seconds. Millisecond. It's yes. crazy. So as hard as it may be and as much as you're like, I don't know how to do this, stop comparing yourself. Everyone is so different. Monica and I, we are friends and we are so different. That's what makes it work, right? Everyone's so different. There's only one you. I know that sounds cliche, but guys, it's true. And when you feel that evil comparison start to flare up, fill your head with good thoughts and try to move on. Like I said, you control the dialogue in your head. And so often we forget that. We allow, you know, we forget that we can tell ourselves, you look good today. Or you can accomplish anything that you want. We can, you know, and as you train yourself, it puts sticky notes up on your mirrors. I don't (laughs) care what you have to do, but how many people have you seen? They do this. They help to just boost their uh, self-esteem to give themselves affirmations for the day. They'll put up sticky notes. I'll see it like people will take, you know, Instagram selfies and I'll see their mirror just covered with sticky notes that just say all these positive things because guess what? We all need that reinforcement. It so, is a, it's a it is a muscle to practice, right? It is. Just like it goes to the gym. You have to muscle the mind, essentially. Yeah, you got to work it out, right? You got to work it out and get it, make it stronger. Again, use social media moderately. Mm. Unfollow mm. people who make you feel yucky. That sweet girl who's always keeping the fiddly fit. I don't actually have a person like this in my mind. I've had people in the past that I've had to unfollow <laughs> for a season. Yeah. Because maybe they were in the next season. Yeah. In front of me. So it went from they're super inspiring to, oh, it's making me feel yucky because I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, sometimes sometimes it's easier just kind of following people who are in your same season. Yes, you want that inspiration, you know. Rachel Hollis or whoever you're inspired by, Jenna Kutcher, the, you know, those people are very different than who I am right now, but it's just, you know, some, sometimes you get these feelings that flare up. I just unfollow them. Like I said, it doesn't mean you're mean. 
doesn't mean it's yeah. bad, but instead of making you feel negative every time you see their post, even if it's a positive post, just move on. Yeah, and I mean, I think that they always say, right, like, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle or end. Yes, right? And that's yes. what you're seeing on Instagram is, like, you're seeing these people in different seasons of their life. Maybe they've had their business for the past six years, and you're just starting. So, of yeah. course, they have 20 A following followers yeah. and, you know, great engagement and all this, blah, 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 blah. Or they have amazing pictures or, totally. you know, they have they found their of, preset. They have abs <laughs> of steel on a big yeah. booty, and you're like, I'm never going to get that. Like, how yeah. do I... How do I get that? And I think it's just important to remember that, you know, if you're starting out, you can't you can't compare yourself to that. That's that's a different season of someone's yeah. life. It doesn't mean that you can't get there. Yeah. It just doesn't mean, you know, you can't compare yourself to the same thing. And also, just on a side note, guys, mm. like Instagram is it is the best of your life, right? No one shows the yucky stuff. Oh yeah. And, Highlights. And Danae and I will tell you very much that um Getting an Instagram post takes freaking hard work. <laughs> it's not just let me snap a picture and put it up. It does not work that way. No. Especially these accounts with people who have amazing pictures. I can promise you that they have planned that out. They have edited it. They have made sure that they've got like the right outfits and the right lighting. And it's yep. it's hours on end just to get one picture. So I don't feel bad about that. That's that's no. their job. That's yeah. what they're doing or they're trying to make that their job. And it's sure. It takes time. It really does. Scroll back to the beginning of, I mean, if you can deep dive that long without feeling like an Instagram stalker, scroll back to the beginning of people's feeds. Yeah. Remember those, remember the Instagram filters that everybody <laughs> used to use? Yeah. Um, you know, where every picture skewed yellow or was like a little too dark and all the pictures in dark places that people post, yeah. you know, go back and, you know, people's feed changes over time. And I mean, it, it, it's just... Whether you care about that kind of stuff or not, I feel like when you're scrolling and you're following a ton of people on Instagram and that's part of, it's part of almost all of our everyday lives unless you live under a rock or yeah. you've become super intentional about it and, or don't need social media for your business. Um, even if you don't care like how pretty your pictures are, that doesn't matter. Like you're compare, you still compare yourself to that person who, whatever season, whatever you, whatever you love. Yeah. Oh, this person... She's got the best, the, the job that I want. She's, you know, she does stuff at Pinterest or she, you know, whatever. Like you still have that, those feelings that flare up. So if you yeah. need to just take some time away, take weekends off, unfollow people. And then the last thing that I just want to touch on in this topic is we kind of all feel this way. I mean, a majority of us don't let it hold you back. Yeah. A, an important thing to know about these feelings is to lean into them mm -hmm. try to get to the bottom of them why do you feel this way and guess what learn from them but don't let them stop you from succeeding or living your dreams don't let it stop you it's not worth it life is too short yeah. okay guys so my next limiting belief that you need to get rid of is about money <laughs> yeah money is the root of all evil if I said that out loud and you either agree with that statement, partly agree with that statement, then my friend, you have a limiting money belief. Yeah. This belief, in my opinion, is one of the hardest, hardest to get over because there are so many limiting beliefs about money and the idea of money and the, the emotions that you tie to it. Mm. The reality is many of you don't even know you have one. That's wow. the reality. So yeah. interesting. Like I said earlier, the earlier statement, 
that if you have some emotion about it, you have a limiting money belief. And here's why. Money is neither good or bad. It is simply money, guys. Mm. It does not create evil, nor does it create greed. Now, some of you are like, oh, that's not true. There are plenty of people who chase the (laughs) almighty dollar and are greedy, right? Yeah. But money, money doesn't cause greed, guys. The limiting belief that there is not enough money causes greed. Mm. I'm going to say that again. That's good. Yeah. The limiting belief that there is not enough money causes greed. Wow. The limiting belief that money is going to run out as a belief of scarcity. And so that creates the need to want to hold on to it and chase it and be greedy. Right? Wow. Yeah. Money is simply money, guys. Yeah. And digesting that takes a while. Yeah. Money is simply an exchange for goods or services, and we are just the conduits of it. It doesn't carry evil or good. Yeah. It just simply doesn't. Yeah. And you it's can neutral. argue. <laughs> yeah, it's neutral. It's Switzerland. <laughs> and you could argue that there are rich people that do evil with their money. Sure. But again, that's not money. The truth is that if we viewed money simply as an energy in exchange, we would be more abundant. Wow. But most of us see money in scarcity. Did you grow up? Did you grow up in a home where your parents fought about money? Mm. Or a parent was always worried about having enough money to pay bills or or the rent? Then you, my friend, have a money limiting belief. That's what you grew up with. Do you save, 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 save even when you have money to do or buy things, but you pass up on them because you want to save? You have a money limiting belief. Mm. Do believe? Do you believe that you have to continually work your ass off and work hard yeah. for money? That's a limiting money belief. How oh. about how? No matter how much I work or how hard I work, I'll never have A, B, or C. Limiting money belief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is a topic I could talk about all day. We tie emotions to money, the wrong yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. So very all the sim- time, all the time. I just named like five of them. I'm pretty sure most of you are like, well, I didn't know that was a limiting yeah. belief. It's, yeah. it's inbred in us from when we were li- very little. Yeah. Totally. Um, so a very simple task that we can do to reverse this limiting belief is to change the dialogue. Yeah. Remember, money is nothing but money, not good or bad. So when you want to start viewing money as an energy exchange, start viewing it as an energy exchange. You also want to start viewing money in abundance. Mm. Guys, there is money for everybody, as much as you want. And that money, because it is an energy, will start coming to you. Yeah. And I can say that one personal shift that I've done in my personal experience, it yeah. works, guys. Mm. The, the idea that money is always coming to you, money starts to show up in weird places. Yeah. Granted, it's not going to be like a million dollars, or maybe it will. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe it's a rebate you totally forgot about, mm, right? That's so or good. I went to Target today, and the item that I bought last week went on sale for 50% off than yeah. what I bought it for last week, and I got the adjustment. Guys, nice. that's money coming to me. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Money is in abundance, and it's always finding its way to me. Another one to say is, I love money because it is the root of so much awesomeness. Oh, there we go. There you go. Money lets me go to Target. Money lets me go on that trip. Money lets me buy groceries. Money lets me pay my rent. Money Mm. is awesome. Yeah. Right? 
there are, those are two ways that you can start to change the di- dialogue in your head about money. Yeah. Um, I highly suggest that everyone read You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Oh, I've seen that. She talks about all this and more about all your money-limiting money beliefs, ones you didn't even know you had. She talks about exercises, how to reverse those beliefs. Wow. And yeah. We'll link that in the show notes. Yeah. So remember, guys, money is abundance. Money is an energy and money is always coming to you. Yeah. And you know what? We all need it. So having all of these um, emotions, these these limiting beliefs attached to them all the time yeah. is just like, it's something we have to have to survive pretty much. I mean, even if you're living off grid, you got to have some money to buy some stuff. Like, it's, right. you know, like, so it's really amazing. Just change that dialogue. That's so, that's, that's really, really good. Okay. So this is another limiting belief that hits me at my core so often, especially as women. And I'll go a step further and say, especially as a mama, Mm -hmm. we feel like it's just not okay to want more. Wanting more means we don't think that we, what we have is enough. Wanting more means we are unhappy in some way. Wanting more means we think time with our family is wasted. And guess what? None of that is true. (laughs) But we allow ourselves to be held back by these beliefs. We're also told by certain people, sometimes in our own lives, like in our own families, right? That wanting more means we're selfish. Yeah. Again, so not true. We're all very human, mother or not. And God has given us many talents and also dropped dreams in our hearts. Right? For me, being a wife and a mama was definitely one of the biggest desires of my heart. And since becoming one, yes, it's definitely a dream come true and one that I don't take lightly. But before I became a wife or a mom, I had dreams in my heart. I was an entrepreneur before I ever got married. Yeah. I owned a couple of little businesses over a few years and helped that helped pay bills like while I was in school and even while I was working full-time in San Francisco. Yeah. I've always wanted to build my own thing, and I have done it a few times, but that dreamer didn't go away when I got married or had a baby. My priorities shifted, of course, but those dreams were still aflame in my heart. I had to fight this idea, and sometimes I still do, that wanting my own business and a family and friends and happiness is just asking for too much. I tell myself that there are so many people who would love to have A, B, or C that I have. So Mm -hmm. I should just appreciate that and quit reaching for anything else. It's crazy how I tell myself that. And yes, that is true that there are people who would want A, B, or C. Um, But it's a limiting belief, like I said, that I have that I I, I can't reach for more because I already have these other things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I do think it's always good to look at your priorities and why you want more. For instance, I want more so I can rub it in so-and-so's face. It's probably not a great place to start. (laughs) No. I don't think it would get you very far. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't. I want more so I can provide for my family. I want more so I can say I committed to my dream and feel good about myself. I want more so I can quit my job and sit on a beach. We've talked about this. (laughs) Doing podcasts from a beach. One day, you're going to hear it. The waves in the background. Those sound like pretty great ideas, right? So, I, I, yeah, you have to figure out why you want more. And if it comes from like a genuinely good place, I feel feel like you're off to a pretty good start. 
And it should ease your mind that the more you are wanting is for good and therefore it should be sought after and not ashamed of. Luckily, I don't let this limiting belief get a hold of me too much these days. I'm pretty much like a, let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but I do have a wonderful support system. So, but like, that obviously helps me tremendously. But when it does start to rear its ugly head, this is some things that I like to do. I remind myself who I am. I'm a dreamer and I love creating new things and working on fun jobs. I don't want to lose that about myself. I am a very proud and on top of it mama and wife and my family knows they come first, but me wanting more from my dreams, that's totally okay too. And honestly, they are better for it. If I am happy and fulfilling my dreams, they know that they can too and that makes it even better. I'm also allowed to want multiple things in life. Yes. For me, as long as, for me, as long as they line up with God's plan for my life, I'm going to keep going for it. If he yeah. put a dream in my heart, I'm going to go for it. Okay? Absolutely. I also remind myself that I'm brave. I put myself out there and try new things. And wanting more is not a bad thing. Especially these no. good things I want. It's not a bad thing, guys. Guess what? It's okay to be fully you and want those good things in your life. Go get that raise. Go start that business. Go travel the world. Whatever you want, even if it's a bit more, reach for it. You'll grow and learn from the experience, right? We all want to grow. Like, I want to be a better version of myself tomorrow. Yeah. That's reaching for more. And I don't know. You're just experience so much more of your life. If you don't let the idea of more freak you out or make you feel selfish. So go for it. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, why is wanting more, why is the idea, the question is asked, why is the idea of wanting more being selfish? I mean, just because yeah. you want something doesn't mean it's going to immediately happen. I mean, sure. we'd all be millionaires if that were the case. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, why is that seemed as selfish? So, yeah, I totally It's agree. a bummer, but it's so yeah. true because it is. It's, you know, I've had people tell me just personally, just just enjoy being a stay-at-home mom, which I am, you guys. So don't get me wrong. This yeah. is what I've wanted. But I've always said I want to be a stay-at-home mom and I want to have my own business. I like to bring in money for my family. I like to help offset it a little bit, right? I, I think that I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I get to spend ample time with my child while doing it. Yeah. And I've had people tell me, like, when he goes to school, that's when you can do it. And I'm like, okay, well, so he's two. So basically I should just shelf everything. I don't think that's fair to me. I also don't think that's fair to him because yeah. I don't want him to feel. And it's one day, maybe I'll have a little girl and one day, maybe I won't. Whatever, little girl, little boy. I don't want them to ever feel that you can, you should just, you never can go for the things you want to. I Nobody would tell his dad that. No. Nobody would tell his dad, you need to like, oh, you want to, you want more, you want more education or you want, you know, a raise or you want a promotion. You know, maybe you should try not, maybe wait till he goes to school. No one would tell my husband that. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you again, I keep reiterating, I've always wanted to be a stay at home mom. I love it. But God has, God has other plans. He has like, I'm impacting Zane's life, but I can also impact women's lives that need help and that need encouragement and want abundance. So I want to go after that. And I want to encourage anybody listening to that, go after that. That's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I love that message. Thanks, girl. (laughs) 
So how many of you have thought about doing something and then told yourself you couldn't do that because you're A, too old, too overweight, there's too many people doing it already, I'm just too late. Yes. Yes. I think that this kind of goes hand in hand with the guilt thing, right? Right. This is Mm -hmm. this limiting belief of being too late is absolute horse crap, guys. Oh, I hate that one. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It's too late. It's too late. And in reality, guys, this is, this is, it's the other F word. This is fear talking. You are simply just afraid. When you tell yourself, I'm, I can't do this because it's too late to do that. I can't do this because, oh, I can't, I can't, you know, I don't know, be a dancer because I'm 50 years old. Yes. If you want to be a dancer girl at 50, go for it. There's, there's, there's no nothing holding you back except quite honestly your fear right you are afraid of being judged you're afraid of being laughed at you're afraid of failing wow yeah but once once you recognize that that you are saying that it's too late equals i'm afraid you can change the narrative because there is no timetable on your life guys there's no timetable on your life you can start and stop change do new things start old things whatever it's your life you yes. do what you want to do with your life we only have one yes and there is no timetable for it i really really hate seeing those things that say 30 things you need to do before you're 30 oh or 40 or 50 <laughs> or 20 or 15 things you need to do in your 20 like no i no, hate those no, you don't you don't want to do anything before you're 30 or 20 or 40 or 50. you just do you yes <laughs> Oh my gosh, I hate that. That just exacerbates these like self-limiting beliefs. It just like yes. makes you have more of or them. Or believe that you, you know, you need to be married by 30. You need to have yeah. a child by 30. You need to, yeah. I don't know, yeah. have your second child by 35. And if yeah. you're not on that train, then you've already failed and it's too late. Don't even try. You're like, I'm only 40. I'm only 35. I, no, it's too late yeah. for me. Like what? <laughs> this unbelievable pressure of a timetable of a ticking the ticking clock. I mean, obviously, as women, we do have ticking clocks, yeah. but that's not what I'm talking about. Like I know, yeah. This just this pressure is is it's not too late, guys. It's not yeah. too late. So, what do you do to reverse this limiting belief? Instead yeah. of saying it's too late, how about we said it's never too early? Oh, it's never too early to start dance class. It's never too early to I don't know want to have kids. There's other ways to have kids. Yeah, that's right? so true. Yeah. Um, and yeah, or I'm up for the challenge. That's a good one, right? Yeah. Or I want to learn something new, or that sounds fun. Or as Danae just said, I don't know, let's try it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late, and there is nothing to fear, guys. If you fail, failing is part of growth. If you fall down, so what? Get back up, try it again. Or maybe you decide, you know what, that wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. So, but then you I, know. Then you know. So. That's how you grow, guys. Stop believing that you are too late to do anything. It's a new day every single day to try again. Oh, man. I, I just love these messages. I also, just while doing this podcast, podcast realize I have a lot of self-limiting beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, I've struggled with that. You know, you see, especially in the entrepreneurial world, I see girls doing the stuff we're doing now at such a much younger age. Oh, yeah. And I go, oh, God, she's 25. I'm 35. And, I don't, and, she, and look at her. She's got this, again, going back to comparison. Oh, I've run out of time. I mean, I put these horrible timetables on my life. And it's like, 
Yeah, but that's when I didn't have this stuff when I was 25. Yeah. There wasn't podcasts. There wasn't podcasts. There wasn't Instagram. There wasn't social There wasn't Instagram. There was, yeah. I wasn't even on Facebook until I was 26, maybe. So, I mean, yeah. so, I mean I, if you think about this stuff, it's just like, I'm, I'm doing it when I'm supposed to be doing it. And I'm just. And that's good. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, too. Yeah. Ain't nothing but hold me back. But yeah, I got a lot of self-limiting beliefs. So any work that you guys are doing out in podcast land, I'm going to be doing too. Awesome. So good. So I I just wanted to end with this quote. And it's just, the worst of all beliefs, and we've said this, are self-limiting beliefs. If you believe yourself to be limited in some way, whether or not it is true, it becomes true for you. Mm. If you believe it, you will act as if you were deficient in that particular area of talent or skill. Overcoming self-limiting beliefs and self-imposed limitations is often the biggest obstacle standing between you and the realization of your full potential. Absolutely. I love that quote because it's, it's so true. isn't true when again, it goes back to this dialogue that we're we're telling ourselves we're not good enough, we're too old, you know, blah 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 blah, all this stuff and, and we're just feeding it into our minds. You start believing it. Absolutely. And if you can just change that dialogue to good, positive energy and positive thoughts, imagine the full potential that you could reach. I was thinking when you're talking about dance class. Oh, I'm too old to take dance class or whatever. You know, I'm going to go back to my watching America's Got Talent. I feel like <laughs> I'm 100 years old. Like, that's what I watch. But anyway. Um, oh, I watch it too. I know. Good. It's fun. I like seeing other people's talents. Was it last year or the year before? A lady was seventy-two. Oh yeah, and she was a salsa dancer. She would just get through. She had she the had body a of a twenty-five-year-old. Yes, yeah, she, she had a young, young partner, guy. and she was married. She had a husband who was mm-hmm. fully supportive. I'm sure he loved it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but like, yeah, she had a young partner. They she went to competitions for it. She became like a ballroom salsa dancer mm-hmm. at seventy. And she was so amazing that she moved as if she was in her 20s. And she was just determined that, I mean, it's a lot of work. You you need to exercise probably. You know, as we get older, we got got to build up that stamina, you guys. Got to keep our hearts pumping. But she realized, I am, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. And I thought, gosh, it's 70 years old. A lot of people are just like, I have nothing else to give. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's so not true. Or the same, oh, I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to do that. Can you right exactly (laughs) you know just i don't know get your put yourself out there change the dialogue in your head start believing in yourself and i I think that your life could really change i really do think that we have talked about probably a lot of beliefs that what i was going to say is that most of us don't know we have these beliefs yeah and like like maybe for a lot of you out there like some of these are like huh (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like I didn't even think that I talked to my that myself that way or I thought to myself that way. Because a lot of a lot of the times these beliefs are self ingrained. Yeah. They're so so deep back, so deep back that you've been talking to yourself this way subconsciously for a very long very long time. Wow. Um, yeah. So it yeah. It'll take work, but guys, it's once you start to recognize it, you can change the dialogue and all of a sudden, like I said, kind of, you know, kind of like the thing I said about money, like all of a sudden, yeah. like, oh, I went to Target and it went 50% off. Oh, 
that I just got 25 bucks back, right? That's <laughs> amazing. I mean, that's, that's yeah, money back in your wallet. Money, money, money coming back to you. Yeah. When you're talking right. about money, it made me laugh because when we, we went to Italy on a trip a few years ago, and, you know, vacations to me are like, I'm okay to spend the money because it's an oh, experience, yeah. right? Um, and so I want to fully experience it, but we were with some friends and we were going to like, I can't remember, we were going to do some activity or something and we're like, well, that cost, cost some money, blah, blah, blah. And he, our friend looked at us and was like, you can always make more money. Absolutely. But and like, when are you going to be? Has money. Yeah. He does fine for himself. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's fine, but he's just like, you can always make more money, but when are you going to be in Florence with all of us again? Probably, like, maybe never. Yeah. And we were like, okay, done. And my husband and I say this to each other all the time. And we're not frivolous spenders. I'm not saying, like, oh, just drain your bank account. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, if there's something that you're really excited to do or, you know, there's always, again, a limiting belief is there's we're going to run out of this money. But a freeing belief is there's always more money to make. Absolutely. There's always money coming in. There's always money coming in. So good. So good. Okay, guys. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today. We hope we inspired you to take a look at what your limiting beliefs are. We are all amazing and have the power to be nothing less than. We appreciate you so much for being here and listening. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to give us that five-star rating, subscribe, and share with your friends. So something exciting, we started a private Facebook group for all our wellness babes to join Mm. in on the discussion. Yay! Come on over. Come on (laughs) over. Find us over on Facebook at OWL Podcast Private Facebook Group. Request to join, and of course, we will accept. Come leave us a comment and get in on the discussion. Also, remember to follow us on Instagram at OWL Podcast. We love you, wellness babes. From Danae and I, we wish you the best week ever, and we hope you be well. Bye. Bye!